myself off there on the recording but let's get it started with our op polls well first of all i just want to break down what we're going to talk about today i feel like that's a helpful thing to know yes, yes, right yes, off the bat yes. but to start off with our upsets march and december we have one two three four five upsets and oh. then uh four yeah. more just big time games i guess you can count iowa state as an upset so I'll throw that in the upset category but uh then of course as always our upcoming games so we ready for our um, after the uh, polls. We I, we did last year. We did that buy sell thing. I kind of wrote some teams down. We can do that. Uh, what you think of some teams, and then also, what was the other thing we we're gonna do? Oh, kind of another mini preview of conferences. Like just kind of see where we're yeah, at. Yeah, give our updated updated predictions of uh, conference winners, stuff like that. Um, give some insight. Yeah. But anyway, I'll start off with mine. My top three. I mean, put them in any order, really. But I just have them right now as UConn, Virginia, and Purdue. Then I have Alabama, Houston, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Arizona, and then the Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I want to talk the actual AP poll. Arizona moved – or not Arizona. Who was it? Arizona, yeah. They, they move up only one spot after they beat, like, some good teams. Teams lose, and it's just all messed up. A bunch of weird ones, like Kansas drops after winning – yeah. But not losing. Arkansas dropped one after not losing. It just doesn't make any sense. No, that wasn't bad. Here we go. Here's mine. No bias. Zero. Ready? Number one, Arkansas. <laughs> uh, number uh, this is that. Say what you want. I must dig my dig in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs. There, I think they're the best team. Uh, Go Hogs. Number two, Virginia. Number three, UConn. Number four, Purdue. They had a couple of scares. Uh, five, Alabama. Six, Arizona. Seven, Houston. Eight, Texas. Nine, Tennessee. Ten, Kansas. So, obviously, the glaring thing you have is the number 10 Arkansas Razorbacks as your number one team. Had a key player go down for the rest of the year. Um, but I know you came loaded with a take on why they're one, so you can go ahead and do that. Um, They're... Their only loss, okay, they lost to Creighton when they were like, and like I, so I said this about Creighton, I said they weren't good at the beginning of the year, and then I switched it and said they were good last episode. But anybody that watched Maui, you cannot say Creighton was a bad team. Like you just can't, you can't stick to it. So, and then yeah, they lost Brazil, but they have so much depth, it almost like doesn't. It obviously matters, but then you get Nick Smith back, so. They never had their whole team all year. So, yeah, you lose Brazil, but you get a guy that's even better. And they looked really good at the beginning of the year without him. So, without Nick Smith. And then you get, get him back, you get more scoring. And they're still a really good defensive team. Freshmen are only going to get um, uh, better. And Eric Musselman, once conference play comes, he just turns it on as a coach. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I it, just think they're the best team in the in the league. I don't think I think they can do everything. They can score. They can defend. They can re- like they just do everything uh, better than I think a lot of teams. They're so athletic, so much size. So I think the best team in the country. I mean, when I felt that way earlier in the year about teams that I put higher other than others, I got picked on. But, no, but yours was, were yours were bad, Joey. <laughs> they weren't the worst. Ah. Uh, I wouldn't t- say it's like a ten team swing. They they shouldn't be ten though. Is my argument in the in the regular regular poll? How are they ten? So that you put them at one. Yes, because last week I had them at. Yeah, you got to remember last week I had them at five. That's fair. So it's not like I jumped them in my rankings from ten <laughs> yeah, that's to a good point. like that. They weren't nine or ten in my rankings. I had them at like five, and then the number one team lost, so they move obviously ahead of them. And so now we're basically I'm debating between th- four teams as the number one team, and I think Arkansas okay. is better than Purdue, UConn, and Virginia, and they have one loss, and it was to Creighton, who was playing really well when they beat them. So, let me see where I had Fair. last week. It's just an eye test thing. Like I just think they look and Purdue, they, yeah, they're one, but they should have lost yeah, to they Nebraska. Nebraska should have beat them. Yeah, like there was a bad call at the end of the game. You can make argument for Virginia and UConn, obviously, but I just so like, last week Arkansas. we had we had Arkansas as consensus five. Then, yeah, so yeah, that, you had it's not like we're move, not like I'm moving them from ten to one. Yeah, I had them at seven, and Coin had them at six. So yeah, I mean, it. it I'm not. You can't go off what the eight people has. You got to go off what I've had all year, and they've been top five. Yeah, so I get what you mean. I'm not moving them crazy amount. That's fair. All right, my turn. Yep. All right, number one, I have Virginia. Two, I have UConn. Three, Purdue. Four, Alabama. Five, Houston. Six, Arkansas. Seven, Texas. Eight, Arizona. Nine, Tennessee. Ten, Kansas. Yeah, I think I had like a similar list to you, but like I switched like teams. Where I think we have like the same top ten, just in different order. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, I think everyone did. But yeah. one thing I want to do about the AP poll: How is Auburn? 19 and then Memphis is just not in the top 25. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of We'll we'll get to that Auburn game too, but yeah, that is very Auburn hasn't very beaten interesting. Auburn's best win is St. Louis. Granted St. Louis beat Memphis, but and then Memphis beat you. It just doesn't make sense. Uh but anyway, let's get into March and December, the uh, best upsets of the week. So, first Wait, should we do the Wait, we could do that before the buy sell. Should we do, do that the before buy the right now. Okay, I didn't know yeah. we wanted to do it before the conference like preview like kind of or what? yeah i mean with the buy sell too we'd probably knock out a few of these games anyway. i'll do it quick it'll be it'll be there's i put, wrote a lot of teams down but some of them will be like quick mm-hmm. so like purdue we kind of talked about it like i still think they're really good they just had some scare i i don't know i think yeah, i'm kind of selling on purdue just because as a number one team probably right, not, not right. the best team because i think when they go through like the big 10 and shit they're obviously right. going to struggle more than what they did right no uh, or Post conference play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything on them, Logan? No. Oh, I don't know. It's like yeah. I buy and yeah, Some of these will be quick. Like UConn, I've down two. They're eleven and all. They're just rolling, like beating everybody. I think they're a really good team. Yeah, and with how you can't, you can't sell a team who's rolling. Right. Like you, you can they're due to lose. Yeah, you can say I don't think they're eleven and all. Like the number three team in the country, good, but I think they're yeah. the top five. You can team. also look at it in this yeah. way though, with how top heavy the Big East is. I think UConn should have a pretty. They're not like the, the best hardest, team. Yeah, they right. like, it like won't be far. the hardest for them to right. withstand like a top ten ranking the whole year. This one I was 
don't really know why. I didn't really want to put down. I put Texas. I mean, I think I mean, they're just good. I don't know why I really put them down, but. Yeah. I mean, they're good. I think their ceiling would be just like a top 10 finish. Yeah, which they're then, top 10 team. There's yeah, no and question. then, I mean, the worst comes worse. Like, if this whole Chris Beard thing really goes down the toilet, then, it, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of bad shit could happen, but I don't know. Seems too talented, I think. Arizona, I mean, they bounce back with a huge win in Indiana, so I don't think there's any question yeah, there. Yeah, Pac-12 sucks balls. Yeah, um, Tennessee, yeah, other than that one loss to Colorado, they've just been smoking everyone kind of. Yeah, they play unbelievable defense. Uh, mm-hmm. They should be the top, like, three team in the SEC. Number one. They're number one in Ken Palm on defense. Yeah, yeah. They'd probably be the number one team in the country if they didn't lose to Colorado. 100%. Because they were higher than all those guys all year. Um, Duke, Kentucky, kind of like, I don't know, just – they're just playing, uh, starting to figure it out. I'm, I'm buying Duke. Both of them. And I think, yeah, also buying Kentucky. I, yeah, I, mean, I agree. Just I buy Duke and sell Kentucky. Their freshmen just need to step up more. I just think teams they're both starting. It's getting that. It's right. getting to that. So they're both starting to figure it out. Um, Indiana, I mean, I still think, I think they're probably, so. they're 14 on eight people. I think they're kind of in that range, 20 to 15 range, though. Right. I just, I, you saw a lot of, they got exposed. If they their guards, they are not like if, if Trace Davis doesn't play good, their guards just aren't good enough. Which Arizona said, I think we're gonna make guards beat us, and they this weekend, depending on how on they play, how they play against Kansas in Kansas, like I think that'll say a lot too. I mean, Kansas, like Agreed, we'll get yeah. to that, but they have their bigs are like the weak point of their team, but they have athletic bigs. So I'd like to see how Indiana can like play in that environment against a team like that. Yeah, I mean. I kind of like agree with Logan though. I just don't think they're that good. I I think fourteen. I don't think they're that good at all. I think like we said at the beginning. I really of the don't year, think they're that good. The number one to the number eight, seven, eight, nine team in the Big Ten is like not that big of a difference. Right. I mean, oh. they could easily lose to the majority of the Big Ten. Right. Um, Gonzaga, like Indiana, besides like Indiana yeah. at home, I think is good. Right. That atmosphere is crazy. And then Gonzaga. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. they're good. Yeah. Not as good as they have been, but they're yeah. gonna, they're going to win a lot of games. They so. got a tough matchup coming up this weekend too. Mm-hmm. A game they could easily win. So uh, yeah, I mean that'll tell us even more. But yeah, I mean it should be fine. Here's kind of a weird one: uh, Mississippi State. They're undefeated. Best, de- I think they might have the best defense in the country. Uh, maybe well, like, obviously Tennessee. To who they played. They just dominate. Yeah, <laughs> they just dominate on defense. Started throwing them in there. They're 17 in the AP poll. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just think once they start yeah. playing SEC teams, they'll like some actual. They're like, going to win some games with that defense. Right, I know that. of course. And um, But I just don't think they're going to withstand like a 17 mm-hmm. the rest of the year. Logan, anything on Mississippi State? Good point. No, I really haven't watched them. Yeah. Really they, didn't even realize they were not even know. They haven't really played. Boring they, team. they haven't played much. Yeah, they're not fun <laughs> to watch. Um, Auburn, I'm out. I was out on them when they were undefeated, too. I just don't think they're good. I don't. Well, after I watching, either, so. uh, let me see what I wrote down. I just don't think they're a good team on that Auburn game. They're not. They don't have that. They just don't have a scoring. They don't have a guy. Game. Yeah, like you said, they, like you were kind of getting out of here, Logan. I think you're going to say it. They don't have a guy that can take over a yeah. game, like when you have a basketball game. They don't have even when a you remote had, they, opportunity. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, all I wrote down on that Auburn game was just about how Kendrick Davis, how, how good he good was. He yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, they don't have like a Jabari anymore. I don't know. It's just right. not. They're not a. Jabari was their only player on that team that was like skill. Now they just have a bunch of right. like, and they still have guys who play hard. Walker Kessler down low is still really good. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's a big loss too. Um, here's a kind of a, uh, Miami. I mean, they're kind of a fight under radar at ten one, but 
I mean, their only loss is Maryland. They beat Providence, Rutgers, uh, NC State. I don't know, but they should have like, lost to Rutgers. They should have lost to NC State. I like Miami right now. Just Bye. Because of, how inconsistent the entire ACC I like is too. right now. I, I like, I like, yeah. I like Miami. Right. And the shit out of them. Yeah, they're a fun team too. They're not not out of any game. They completely go against what I say. You gotta get stops to win games. They just score more than the other team when to win games. <laughs> like like when you're down because they've been down twice this year and just turn it on to put up 80, 90 points. Um, when they have guards that good. Right. Um, I'm gonna go Penn State. They're just weird. I don't know. They shoot the most threes, I think, of any team no, in the so, entire so, country. So. Well, their transfer point guard and then that white dude that we're going to get to. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think they're good. Game. They just yeah, if, no. they, if they can hit threes, they're going to be really good. They shoot the most threes of anyone in the There's country. There's like a so. lot of teams like that in college basketball, yeah. I think, where if they're, if they're on, yeah. Uh, TCU, I don't really know. I haven't really heard much about them. They're just kind of winning games. Yeah, I mean, they're, turning they're, it up, they're a team kinda. we kind of – just completely ignored after like the first week or whatever, and now they're I think they've won out since probably, and yeah. But, so, but yeah, they haven't really beat much. They beat Iowa it was a good win, but I don't know. They're yeah, just they TCU. Get a Big Twelve play. I could mm-hmm. see them just putting. I'm up out on TCU. I'm out on TCU. I really am. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, if I had to pick, though, I'd be out on them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The the way you play in the beginning of the year, that's kind of that's it's ugly. That was ugly. Um, Maryland. They're, I don't know. If you're, I think if you're out good. on Indiana, I, I, you're out on Maryland. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not. I don't expect I, much out of Maryland. They're gonna beat. They're gonna win game, but I just don't think they're a consistent enough team. Just right. like everyone, I'm gonna say in the Big Ten, I yeah. I'm basically out on the whole Big Ten. Yeah. <laughs> like if that makes sense. Totally agree with that. That's a great. That's a great point right so there. That whole was, Big Ten, don't know. That was all kind of <laughs> quick ones, and I got some ones that we can actually really talk. I'm gonna hear me out on some of these. I'm gonna give you the expert. I put Houston, and here's the reason: their offense is very suspect. I'm out on them as the top the best shit. team. I mean, because like, when it gets to the tournament, they could still be like a Final Four team easily. This is my but... thing on Houston: they're gonna be able to stop you and turn you over. Eventually, how many games you play in the tournament? Eight, six to win it all. Yeah, that sounds right. Four thirty-two, Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, Final Four, six. In those six games. I feel like they're not going to be consistent enough on offense in a six-game stretch. But that could completely change towards the year. As of right now, I just don't think that that's their only flaw. Yeah, I mean, well, all that's going through my head right now is because we all thought, like, Houston was, like, the consensus, number one, and they're just not that. They got exposed against. Yeah, but, like, as we go through the season and they just wipe through, what are they, American? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it's... He might be going back. Yeah, I guess it all just depends on how well they can score the ball yeah. in their own division, which they should be able to. But is that interesting know. to see what Logan Cause, says? Because there's been some really close games with some pretty mid teams, and yeah, yeah. It's, I want to see what you say, Logan. Obviously, not don't be super biased like you are a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, says you, buddy. Wait till I get. To, I put Arkansas down as one of these teams. And I'll I'll explain why. I, I haven't even said. Let, let me talk. Well, you just came at me. <laughs> you came at me first. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I said I'm curious to see. You um, called him biased. And what is his first thing he I says? Think... Out of Kentucky. Yeah. Right yeah. away. Didn't so even get we're all biased. Yeah. Go. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll agree. That, the offense performance against Alabama was 
piss poor. And not just Alabama. Um, I think defensively, the first half. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even St. Mary's game, we couldn't even score sixty points. Mm, but it's like yeah. defensively, that first half against Alabama, I'm like, this is the greatest defense I've ever seen. But then their defense, the second half was terrible. If yeah. their defense isn't playing good, they're not going to win. Like so, right as of right now, they're not going to win. I'm obviously not going to sell them because it's my team. But All right. I'm not selling Marcus Sasser. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, Luke. But Marcus Sasser wasn't he like I don't think he touched the ball in the whole first half of this game. Yeah, like he just like they face guarded him. Shed scored, but Sasser didn't do shit. So it's like obviously Shed steps up, but if Sasser doesn't play good, then it's like I don't know the offense. And like the big guys just turn, throw hook shots, and just fire them right at the backboard. It's not even like close. You're lagging. Logan, you're lagging. Big time. Defensively, there's no. You can always. Fuck! Hang on. I think we got your back. We got your back. (laughs) All right. God, I hate this. Okay. (laughs) I know. Basically, what I'm saying is uh, I'd rather have a bad offense. I feel like it's easier to fix an offense than it is to fix defense. Like, our defense is going to be good. Like, offense, I think it's just got to be. Everyone's got to somehow be more involved. Tremont Mark also falling out with eight minutes left in that game hurt him. So, yeah, yeah, he fell out early. Yeah, no, I, which I don't um, know why he was playing with four fouls when there's eight minutes. Yeah, minutes that left. was, just and it was the worst dumb. charge call I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that was, it was and I don't know what happened to Arsenal. That... Like, yeah, I don't know. Play anymore or what? It's just weird. I don't know. I think them playing in the American, though, it's like easy. They can work on things all season because right. it's like, they the team have, you play. You got Memphis. Kind of shit, so. That's it. Memphis, yeah, Memphis is going to be a tough one. But I think defensively, Those are going to be good we games. Can, very good games. Kind of, you know. Um, yeah, my next team. Oh, right? very good games because that's the conference for them to right. lose. So. Let, my next team, like I said, I got Arkansas. Yeah. And I obviously, I like I I think they're really good. But yeah, the concern comes in as this three-point shooting. Like outside of Ricky Council and um, Nick Smith, there's not a lot of three-point shooting. Uh, but they, but Ricky Council, the thing is, you gotta if you're gonna guard that three, he can get around anybody and get to the rim. He's like one of the best players I've seen at getting to the rim. So I think like they got the talent, they got the athleticism, and just take over in games, which has literally been the reason they've won some of these games. Is just way more athletic and way better defense and everything than teams. That's why I just think they're so and they're so deep too. They lose well, they lose a guy like. Uh, a huge piece like Trevon Brazil, and then they just they still have Jalen Graham, who's hardly played all year because of that reason. They just have so many guys. There's no really team that sticks out at you either in the SEC that is a three point shooting team. Right. So I think if all teams are just like these great defensive teams, like I don't know if the three pointer is really gonna like affect them as much, and but it they, could definitely. They can't shoot the three really necessarily, but they're not gonna give up threes because of their length. Yeah, and defense they don't give up three, so it kind of evens out. It makes it, it's an equalizer for them, in my opinion. But I I buy Houston or not Houston, Arkansas. I mean, just because Nick Smith coming back. Yeah, he like. Did you watch the Oklahoma game? Uh, He's no, unbelievable. That one two punch with him and Ricky Council is like unbelievable. How good those two can score! Yeah, the it's so good. It's like with Nick Smith being back, worst defender I've ever seen in my life. But holy shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, like when you have he can score the a ball. guy like Anthony Black, he can score twenty six no. yeah. <laughs> a day. And, and but Jordan Walsh it's is so fun. Yeah. Just watch, just watch him play defense. 
Just watch him play defense. Yeah. He tries really hard, but he just can't mm. stay in front of the guy. Which is good. Because, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, the guy that comes off the bench probably four. Which, yeah. Is, I mean, I'll is, take that. Is Devo Davis, who's probably the best defender on the team. He just can't guard what Walsh can guard. But best defense defender on the team is Devo Davis, and he'll he guards Nick Smith's position. So it's a if you need defense for a defender, if you, if you need defense, you just put him in. Simple. Um, I got Memphis, and I am all in on Memphis. I was in on them. Uh, how not too long? They're just Kendrick Davis is unbelievable. Yeah, and then what I noticed in the Auburn oh, game is. Anytime that Kendrick Davis wasn't scoring the ball, they were like just dunking. He like, damn near had a triple double. Yeah, in that he game. had. Uh, I have it right here. He had twenty. Shit, where did I put it at? Twenty-seven points. Yep, six mm. rebounds, nine assists. Nine rebounds, six assists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, like I, what I put in my notes. This Memphis team—they're like super athletic and mm-hmm. uh, Auburn. Like they're two big men. Actually, like what they're one of the top. Uh, people and like blocking shots, protecting the rim and shit. But Memphis was just getting theirs at the rim when uh, uh, Davis wasn't scoring. So I mean, that's pretty interesting to look at. And it's yeah. Memphis team where they just like specialize in defense too. So yeah, they always have been under Penny Hardaway. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It, yeah, I think all around they're a pretty solid team. They yeah, like they they got that score that they've lacked the last two years. They'd never yeah. had a guy that could score and. They got that along with the good defense that they've always played. And I, we said at the beginning of the year that we thought this could be their best Memphis team. And you could laugh at us because of the talent's not as there like it has been. But we just, as a pure basketball team, this seems better than what they've had in the past. Right. Yeah. Kendrick Davis is a bucket. I bet the spread in this game. For, I was Memphis. So I was on Memphis. Mm-hmm. Easiest bet of my life. Minus one. Are you fucking kidding I love, me? I love how when you and Luke go ahead and bet, you're just like, yep, easiest. easiest well, when they win by like a hundred, it's just yeah. like, yeah. Dude, they like, and like Carson, I know he had like Auburn. He goes, well, what about Auburn? Like last year, I go, that was last year. We love, I'm like, I, I mean, we love Carson. He's uh, he's like one of our top fans, but. Logan, you got to help him out with betting. It's just <laughs> another thing we said. We said, "Oh no, he he looks at our actions." We no, said we're out on Auburn, but we still love uh, Chris Beard. Or not Chris Beard. My bad, Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I love Katie Johnson. That's my dog. But yeah, come on. Um, I thought he was gonna have that. a stroke in that Memphis game. Did you see when he <laughs> when he got that like could have been M one? Just starts freaking out. Then they get a offensive. They get an offensive foul on him, and I thought he was gonna like. Lose. I don't know what he was going crazy. Like, crazier than I've ever seen in my entire life. Looked possessed. Um, this one I put together. He always does. Iowa and Iowa State. I just kind of put them together. Um, Iowa State. I said it. I think. Gonna, I think they're going to do what they did last year. Start really hot. Play Big Twelve. Yes. The thing is, they overwhelm teams with their defense now. They just defense wins you games. But Big Twelve, they also play good defense. And they just have better offense than Iowa State, so I think that. And then Iowa, I, they're a Big mm-hmm. Ten team. Yeah, that's we, just all they we are. didn't have. We lost to Wisconsin overtime without uh, Chris Murray and Aaron Ulis, two starters. But yeah, in overtime, I think I like Iowa more than Iowa State, and obviously they beat them by twenty. So I think they have one of the shortest floors in the Big Ten and like one of the highest ceilings, but right. obviously not like a top three maybe team in the Big mm-hmm. Ten. So. <laughs> I'd like to say that Aaron Ulis is a phenomenal defender. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he is. That's why. Dude, yeah. that's one of like the number one things I look for when I watch basketball games. I love defense. And I was at the game. 
And holy I fuck, that man can play some fucking defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the girl had like two points for the majority of the mm-hmm. game, I think. So Yeah, he's a very good I, Okay, I, it's even different when you watch Iowa State in person. That team has nobody on offense. They hit the side of the backboard like three times on threes. Yeah, did you see – Did you? we'll get to uh, – we'll, we'll just talk about it now. Did you see Gabe Kausher? He he hits a three. Oh, Look, remember my. this? He hit that three in the corner. Yeah. He, I don't know if you saw the clip. And then he uh-huh. goes, it only takes one for me or something like that. He, you could see he said that, and he's, like, pointing at one. Next possession, top of the backboard. Yeah, so <laughs> I – It was these two brutal game, performance. I was back here, you and I, and I was watching it with a bunch of boys, you know, a little Thursday, you know, get a little loose. And I'm just screaming at the TV in excitement for every – like, all of the stereotypes I had for Iowa State, they were proven yeah, that night. And then – just Tony Perkins being a junkyard dog out there, and like without Rebracha was Murray, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna get that Rebracha all time game fan favorite. Yeah, Every see, time he went off the floor, they got him a standing ovation. Yeah, I mean it was a career game for him, and love to see that against that's uh, yeah team like that. Um, next team. This one's gonna. This one's weird. Creighton. Like I said, I was out to start the year. I didn't think they were a top 10 team at all. And then no one in the right mind. I don't care what your take is. You could have said they're the worst team in college basketball to start the year. That could have been your take. And if you watched them play in Maui, you just couldn't, that couldn't hold up. Like you couldn't continue with that. So that's why, that's why I kind of switched it. They were unbelievable in Maui. I think like against really good teams. So, but they're just not good. I think back to what I said at the beginning of the year. Kluma's got to play better. And then they got to go through. Calc Brenner way more. He didn't play the been to BYU, but okay, I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, I guess I didn't. I should have noticed because he's like seven foot nine. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think if those two, if they get like those two, just going and like not have to rely on shooting and shit like that, and just play better fucking defense. Their defense is awful. Yeah, yeah, like then then they'd be a better team. But I still think they're easily the, amongst the top three in the Big East. So. I think the Big East pretty top heavy this year. Big East just isn't very good this year. Yeah, I want to sell him so bad. I don't like honestly. Him. Didn't like him start. The I don't year think Shireman's even. I don't even think Shireman's that good. He's the only I guy that like, can do anything now. He, he and Philip Asashi, but it's like, and then it's just like if he's empty hot or stats not. Kind of feel like yeah. with the three. And I don't. I don't know if he's shown yet that he's like consistent from three yet. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he's, he's shown still, it yet. He's still, he, when he's hot, get me wrong. Like, but like, there's also games where he'll be over seven. And then he'll make three in a row at the end of the game that are all bombs when they need to just throw out prayers. But you got to make them throughout the game. No, like he's averaging like good numbers and rebounds and assists and shit. Yeah. So like I can't really like slight him for that. Like he's still just, a useful player without just his three ball. So yeah. Um, couple more, four, about four more, but some of these will be quick. I think St. Louis. The threes I brought them up is they had a decent non-conference and just didn't win. Those games, like they had, when you're like a team like that, you got. I said this before, you got to win some of these non-conference games, and they didn't, and that hurts big time when it comes to like the tournament at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, but they're gonna win. The, they're gonna be the best team. I think the A10. They're the only team that has a chance in the A10 this year. Yeah, you look uh, at those yeah. Teams. I'm not gonna like lie. I haven't watched a lot of St. Louis, but. With Collins and Jimerson, like Jimerson's still like one of the top guys in uh, college basketball right now. Three pointers. I was looking at it before we started recording, and uh, then yeah, obviously Yuri Collins just eat. Yuri Collins is 115 assists already this year, 
and there's a person in second place doesn't even have 60. So, like, that's just ton of game. fucking insane on its own. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched uh, St. Louis, so I don't know about the rest of the guys. The thing is... Watch them play Iona, and they look like shit. Yeah, so basically, like, when I'm going over, they beat uh, Memphis, which is probably going to end up being a good win at the end of the year, but lose to Maryland. Providence, they beat, then they lose to Auburn. So, like, the two best teams they played, probably a loss is, I guess, Maryland. I think Memphis better than Auburn. And then they lose two in a row to Iona and Boise State. So, I don't know. They're, I want them to be good, but they got to win... These non-conference games are huge for teams like these, like these little teams like that. Right. Um, UNC, this is a. Um, I mean, they're gonna be fine. I I'll tell you, they're gonna fine. They're so gonna be fine. They got a big game this weekend, and I have them winning in that game. Ah, uh, fuck! I forget, against. Shit, I forget who, but um, I wrote it down. But anyway, yeah, I mean, with how the ACC is right now, like, they have some horny teams. Ohio but State, I think. They play Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio and State. Michigan. Yeah, I think they could beat both them teams. Um, yeah, I also think they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I like UNC. Their experience, they're gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm putting a shitload of money on North Carolina. If I had to buy them, <laughs> they'll be totally fine. And they la- went through this once already. Yep, they've already went through this once. Yeah, I, every year they've been there, they've gone through it. Like, and imagine the momentum yeah. that you get going into conference play if they beat an Ohio State, and Michigan. Like, that's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Like I know they're not the best teams, but still, like they're good enough wins to be like, all right, like we can get this going again. And my last team is Villanova, and I saved them for bye. last bye. because everyone, I don't, everybody just ca- just took them out of the rankings after they lose one game to <laughs> Temple. Yeah, and then granted, they lost four in a row, kind of after that. But I was still, I'm like, wait till we get our guys back. They yeah. get Cam Whitmore, Whitmore back. Completely different team. They beat Oklahoma. Then they beat Penn, who's not awful. They're not good, don't get me wrong. And then Boston College by 20. I don't care what you say. Cam Whitmore, you get Justin Moore back. They're gonna. They're fine. They're. I still think they win the Big East. Yeah, I mean, that's enough said. Uh, I mean, The I moment Justin Moore East, returns but... is when... The moment Justin Moore comes back is when that's why you buy him. Because I mean, he yeah. is a bucket. Cam Whitmore is... He's... Like, this is kind of... Look at look at Anthony Edwards and look at Cam Whitmore. They play like the same when they same exact kind of jump shot, similar like builds, and they're just super athletic and are good three point shooters. I he's unbelievable. Yeah, I haven't as seen, a freshman, I haven't seen him play yet, but I've heard uh, like analysts talk about him, and they're just saying how he can make a great case for uh, freshman of the year. Just like already, yeah, yeah, so. already just completely turned Villanova around. It feels like by the with one guy, yeah. They're they're back, trust me. <laughs> so, um, is that what we got? Yeah, for? That's all I had. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, since we already explained like a lot of these games, we can kind of just fly through these. But uh, first upset I had was Creighton versus BYU. Uh, BYU, Tad Creighton, Creighton defense just couldn't hold up. Like we said, uh, Creighton's defense huge problem right now. <clears throat> they gotta stop running stupid drop coverage. <laughs> oh my god. Go ahead and take it away. <laughs> oh my god. It's the worst fucking defensive fucking mechanism ever fucking invented. They do it they did it against BYU. They just come around the screen and it's a layup. Or not a layup, like little mid range. Stop doing it. It's not working. Or you think you'd fucking like see it once, you'd be like, Oh my god, this hasn't worked this whole game. 
game, maybe we should switch it. It's like, holy fuck. It's obviously not going to work in today's game if you drop down a guy. That's a three, that's a mid-range, and that's, uh, oh, hesitation right past your bitch-ass, slow-ass big guy. Like, figure it out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's like, no, like, if if your big guy can't guard, like, out of pick and roll, just hard hedge it every time and, like, almost trap out of it. You're going to be, that's all you need to do. A hard hedge, I don't care who runs it, stops so much pick and roll. If you hard hedge and you're afraid that you won't have the help on the roll, you have other guys on the court to help. Because when you it do that, on who you're playing, if they can shoot threes, when you do that drop coverage, you come around a screen, and it's just you have so you can get so deep into that defense, you just keep going. He's just gonna keep backing up, and now you got shooter, you got everything because you just keep getting deep into that. You don't want to get that deep in the paint if you're playing defense. You don't want them to get there, and they just let them get there free. Because look, yeah, and think about this too. If you do it, all right. If you do the drop coverage, the guard has the ball, kind of right. He's coming. He has the ball. If you hard hedge. You might have the big guy going to the middle lane. Who would you rather have in the middle of the lane? A guard with the ball who can pass anywhere, floater, mm-hmm. anything? Or would you rather have a big guy who can barely dribble, who could fall on his face after he catches and it? Like, it's, it's you obviously game. want a big guy to have in the middle rather than a guard. It's not a situation where it's like, oh, we're going to sag off because this guy isn't a good shooter. But like what, like Mike Bologna always said, we always, we always pressured, um, no matter who the guy was, you play um, like tight on-ball defense. Because... When you when you're like when you do that drop coverage and you have a guy that can drive, your first step is automatically backwards as a defender when you're sagging off a guy, and that's the worst thing you could possibly do. So I don't care if the guy can't shoot, you still got to play good defense, like pressure defense, because they know how to get the angles, they know how to get around you, and they're gonna do it all day because your first step's gonna be backwards, and now you're under the rim, and now you're screwed. It's just stupid defense. That's why yeah. their defense sucks. And, they, and if they don't change it, their defense will never be good. Right. And it just, just won't be good. There's no consistency and no depth on the team. They're just a, they're like a mess right now. Yeah, I think that'll be oh, interesting too. Like going to the Big East, like conference games, a really well coached conference. Right. Like if a coach can exploit that, that could be very lethal for Creighton. Um. But anyway, the next upset, I think we have time for it uh, because we already talked about it. But Auburn versus Memphis, uh, Kendrick Davis, like we said, all-time performance. He had yellow shoes on, so you knew where he was Jeez, at all times. Uh, at an insane game. Yeah, I talked about the dunks, all that shit. Then Memphis, Memphis's bench, they are just so electric this whole game. They were playing a team like Auburn where usually like, they get, like to get like their yeah. whole team into it, like bench going crazy, coaches a nut job. But uh, that was Memphis's game. Uh, super fun game to watch if you're – Memphis like supporter at all and uh yeah they kind of just well I guess Kendrick Davis and company they just kind of put it on Auburn yeah I mean like they just don't like we said they just don't have that scoring ability like they had last year they they have to play really good offense and move the ball around which is not a bad thing but at some point you need a guy that can score and they just don't have the consistency at scoring and that was the difference and yeah Kendrick Davis was just unbelievable he literally won the game yeah, I just simply think it's about time Auburn played, you know, a team that's, like, good. And Kendrick Davis, I had the spread, obviously, so Kendrick Davis was just making me bust the whole game. All right, and with that, we're going to go on a short break. We'll be right back. All right, back. we're back. Uh, the next game I have is... Uh, Houston, we have a problem. Houston... Like Coin alluded to earlier, they looked unbeatable after the half. Uh, held Bama scoreless for eight straight minutes, counting 
back to the first half. Um, so I think it was the first five minutes of the second half. They went scoreless, but Bama fought back and won. The, it was a free throw game. Uh, Alabama 20 for 32 from the line, and then Houston only 12 or 22. Uh, I mean, I after watching this game, I was just kind of convinced that the, even though he didn't have a good game, like Braden Miller, for how much – how much different this Alabama team is compared to last year is unbelievable, and Brandon Miller is the biggest reason for that. And, uh, yeah, I'm, like, obsessed with this Alabama team. Shout out uh, Thomas Ironman, huge fan. Uh, he was just – he, like, uh, called each other after the game. He's just fucking loving it, Alabama fan. And, uh, yeah, hell of a game for them. That's a huge fucking win in Houston. And, uh, yeah, Houston just not getting it done on the offense side of the ball. Yeah, we said this. Uh, it's the scoring struggle on Houston that really, down the stretch, they couldn't get buckets when they needed them. When Alabama started to creep back in, and yeah, and that was the thing. Alabama got stops, and then they got out runouts. They got threes uh, from Sears, and that was kind of the difference. Um, I'd also like to say that I called it Alabama money line when we made our picks. But are we gonna do every time we call this, Joey? <laughs> yeah, because I called <laughs> a couple. I, I called it. a couple upsets too, and I haven't said anything about them you yet. Can call them out. Um, anywho, the big, the big thing with Alabama is they had like 10 turnovers at half, I think. And that can easily get to you uh, when you're playing against a team, especially like Houston, who you, when you know, going into the game, they're going to turn us over and then you come out and turn it over. You just, it's just, it's in your head the rest of the game, but the composure they had to come out and only have five turnovers in the second half and just come take care of the ball and not get too down like on yourself for getting down 15 just keep playing good basketball like they were playing good basketball they got down 15 it was still like they were right in it it felt like and they just stayed in it that was the biggest thing to take from Alabama as you can take away from going on the rest of the season this early in the year to have that kind of composure and a guy like Brandon Miller zero points at half you're the leading scorer you're freshman of the year you have zero points at half against a really good Houston defense and just don't let it get to you and go eight of nine from the field from the free throw line in the second half and just take over kind of late, like from the line. Just a lot of good signs from Alabama overall. Um, it just hurts, you know. <laughs> Lost at home, at home too. That was another thing. Two years in a row to Bama. Uh, three up. We lost last year. I mean, or they lost last year. I mean, off defensively, not going to complain whatsoever, except for maybe at towards the end of the second half. We were letting up open threes consistently in the corner, and I was yelling at TV, how is the same guy open in the corner every fucking time? Although they missed the three sometimes, I'm like, can we please just have someone guard it? Kind of hurt us towards the end of the game. I think it was Sears made a three on us at the end. Sears at two big ones late. Yeah, and I was yelling at us early, and then we kind of started guarding it, and then we didn't guard it. Um, Sasser, they face-guarded Sasser. Um, Sasser didn't even touch the ball. Namari Burnett. I fucking hate Namari Burnett too. I don't like him. Unbelievable defense, though. He followed Sass around the whole entire game. Sass was in the corner. He just face guarded the piss out of him. Shed stepped up. It hurt when Tremont Mark. Obviously, I said this earlier. Falls out with eight minutes left in the game. Um, our the big guys are really good at rebounding, and they're also really good at just throwing the ball at the back at the backboard and missing <laughs> towards the end of the game. Horrendous, like just shot selection at the end of the game. Uh, rebounding that. Alabama pretty much rebounded right with us. Titus and Tate talked about though, how good of a rebounding team Alabama is this both, year. Both teams offensively are like top five or top ten in yeah. re- offensive rebounding. Yeah. You know, 
it was like I think Alabama is Alabama's like won. plays like Houston. Just they had a better offense like that mm-hmm. game. And I said the only thing I was right about in this game was I said Quinterly's going to get in and turn the ball over. And his first yep. three possessions he was in, yeah. he had three turnovers. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking awesome. And then when I was rewatching <laughs> this game, and I'm like, oh, I wonder when JQ's going to get in, and he just starts tripping over his own feet. Just but fucking, like Logan, <laughs> Logan's right when he said he can get around anybody in the country. Oh, for sure, no question. Mm-hmm. He's so quick and so it's, good with the ball. He's a ball of string. He just he doesn't know what to do with the ball he after he burns yeah. someone. But no. Know whether to throw it to someone else or yeah. dribble it off his foot, but he has the guy beat. Volleyball spike every, at the rim. It's every awesome. single guard for Alabama and Houston, when they went to the rim, it was either getting sent into the fifth row of the stands or you're going to miss it because it's just contested that good. Both teams. I know that Houston had eight blocks, Alabama only had three, but altering shots, Bama just, Houston guards couldn't score in the, in the lane. Yeah, it was we, just we throwing up something because they're that big and long. They start a six ten and seven foot guy and six and both wingspans probably almost eight feet long. And Brandon Miller six nine who probably has a wingspan of damn nice. near seven five. Like and Houston's small. So it just it's yeah. the contrast was just not in Houston's favor. Tremont Mark, that fucking charge call is the worst charge call I've ever seen. Yeah, it was bad. Um like we always say how Houston's athletic they're super athletic. But Alabama is just as athletic, if not more that's, athletic and bigger. So. That's the thing that I think – I think this is like – it's like, okay, there's not a lot of teams that can beat Houston unless you can match the length and athleticism and, like, speed. And, some. and Bama – Bama's, like, the one team that can, like, as of right now that you look yeah. at, I think they're the one team who has that. So I think this was kind of like our, our kryptonite, you could say, because they're the one team that actually plays kind of similar to us. I don't know if that kind of makes sense, but – um, the next game we have, though, St. Mary's, they went 68-61 to versus San Diego State. I think San Diego State would have killed them if they could put the ball in the hole. But, I mean, St. Mary's. Part of the game, though. Yeah, St. Mary's. That's the ball in the hole. <laughs> they're, they're, they ain't no. St. Mary's, like, isn't, like, a pushover team. And uh, I think, yeah, San Diego State, I don't think we've had, like, anything really good to say about them all year. No, because their best player is supposed to be Matt Bradley, and he's horrible. Yeah. Like, not good at all. I think they had a total of only three three three-pointers in that game. Yeah, I mean, they're supposed to be so good on defense. Their defense is horrendous this year. Yeah. Like, it's not good at all. Um, They still have them at, like, 22nd overall, but, like, compared to last year and coming into this year, they're supposed to be a team that just locks you down, like, Texas, like, Houston's and, like, Tennessee and stuff like that, especially the competition they play, and it's not even close to that. The good teams San Diego State has played, have scored. Arizona put up 87. Arkansas put up 78. It wasn't overtime. And then they lose to St. Mary's, puts up 68. And, like, BYU scored on them. Ohio State put up a lot, 77. On. Their defense is not what it's supposed to be, and that's what they're – the only reason they're supposed to be so good is because of defense. Yeah. And they don't have a defense. So that's it. That scratches that. Uh, I think St. Mary's is heavily underrated. That defense – yeah, obviously San Diego State's not – St. Mary's defense held Houston. To, I know Houston isn't a great offense, but Houston didn't even score 60. San Diego State barely scores 60. So I think St. Mary's is num- St. Mary's is ranked higher than Ken Palm, all that. Uh-huh. I think St. Mary's is – I thought they'd suck, but a good team. Number year. seven defensive efficiency, St. Mary's is. So Exactly. It's like the defense is fucking pretty fucking good this year. For them. And you can't say if they would have made shots. The reason – Because there's a reason why they didn't. I mean, like, that's – 
And I didn't mean it like oh any yeah, team they, that makes if shots they would just win. if they would have just made their shots like they normally do. I meant it like if they can play offense like they they would have yeah. been fine. Um, but next game, Penn State versus Illinois. Uh, Penn State clamped up Illinois pretty good, and Andrew he funked them up. Andrew Funk, and uh, he downtown funked them up with three pointers. This is not wow. uptown funk you up. It's downtown wow, because good he one. makes a lot of three pointers. Those are good. And um, he did the Curry sleep uh, thing, mm-hmm. which I hate that celebration unless Curry does yeah. it. I um, think it's like cringy now. Well, that's the thing with uh, Penn State. They shoot the most threes of anybody, like I said, and they made them. When they make them, they're good. When they miss them, they're not going to be good. They didn't shoot good against Michigan State at home. Michigan State beat them. They shoot lights out against Illinois. They beat Illinois. Andrew Fung, maybe at tw- maybe at 20, they gave him MVP. Jalen Pickett's the best player of this team. Yeah. He just can't guard him. Yeah. He's a big guy. that He's like Caleb Daniels on Villanova. He's a big guy that plays point guard and just backs you down um, the whole time. But it, the real um, thing is they Illinois, I mean, Underwood said it in the press conference, they just came out slow and didn't want to be there That's- all game long. And what he said about Terrence Shannon too. Yeah, like they asked him about his team, leadership. Team's done. <laughs> yeah, but that team's over. But see, it's done. Terrence Shannon's done. He's done because after the coach says that about him, he's just going to be an asshole the rest of the year. And yeah, Logan, you hate Shannon, don't you? Well, his attitude. Yeah, <laughs> I hate his attitude. I don't and, care. I like him because he just shoots yeah. and just has cool ass hair, and he just looks like a bucket. But well, Illinois. Um, <laughs> yeah, the first sign of adversity, getting down by Penn State, and it's just like. Done. Obviously, they came. They played really good in adversity against Texas, but I mean, I don't think uh, Underwood was off by any means in his press conference. They came out and just did not play good. Maybe they thought like, "Oh, it's Penn State and we're at home," but the Big Ten, one through other than Minnesota, is all really good. Like, it's gonna be a tough night no matter what. So, is Illinois' best player right now Coleman Hawkins? No, Shane, no, Shane, Meyer, no, when Meyer, you see him on TV, Meyer. I swear that's all they talk about is Coleman Hawkins the entire game. He, he does everything. Right. He passes yeah, rebounds. Helps, yeah. He does it yeah. all. Uh, what was I going to say? Only two players on each team shot free throws. It's kind of weird. That is weird. Like Shannon shot, or Meyer shot free throws, Danger shot free throws, and then Pickett shot free throws and Lundy shot free yeah, throws. That's uh, it. Only two guys on each defense. team. Uh, but the Illinois... See, I'm I'm torn between do I want to hammer Illinois their next game they play, or are they just done? Like, is that is that like going to be? I think they're um, experienced enough where I think they hear they're going to hear Underwood and be like, okay, yeah, we need something. Someone's got to step up and be a leader. Is basically what he said. He did say that because we just have no leaders yeah. on this team at all. And it should be Shannon, should be Hawkins, should be Meyer. Will it be? I have no clue. But I don't, that's uh, Jabo. Jabo tweeted after he said, "Would you rather have a coach like this or a guy that takes all the blame after every game?" I mean, I'd much rather have a guy like Underwood. I like call you out, yeah, not I mean, individually, yeah, hundred percent accountable, kind of individually, but as well, a team, be like, we got to. Be I guess better. that says more about like who you are as a person. Though. Like, if you're a guy who just can't take like hard coaching, like right, like constructive criticism, kind of. No, like, that's exactly right. Yeah, like holds you accountable, like doesn't like fucking hold your hand. Then yeah, it's. Yeah, I'd much rather I'd much rather have a coach that says this in a press conference that'd be like, "Yeah, it's on me. I gotta do better." It's like, no, the team was horrible. We didn't play good at all. Well, and I think with players who like lack confidence, like a coach like Underwood would be terrible. But like none of these guys should lack confidence on Illinois. Like 
they're all great players at their other schools, and they like shown that they can be great players at Illinois. It's just, yeah, they I don't know. They just need, like you said, leader, and I don't know. Yeah. Uh, next game though, that was State versus Iowa. Real quick, Iowa blew the fucking breaks off of Iowa State. Uh, Ribracha, like we said, career game. Tony Perkins, junkyard dog of the year. And uh yeah, no Chris Murray, that's fucking awesome. Didn't let didn't let the grill get hot. Yeah, I and mean Gabe Kalsher can suck my balls once again. The only like offense they really get have is is Jaron Holmes like driving to the rim. Like if he can't get to the rim and you just kinda let him get to it's like hard to explain, but yeah, from the get go, Iowa just put it on him. Twenty four four first quarter. Like you kidding me? Like Iowa State, we said they can't score and they got they kinda scored later, but it was too late, and Iowa just put it on them from the beginning. We were hitting our threes. Doesn't matter who it was. I mean, Jack said it. He's like, it doesn't matter, Iowa, Iowa State. They're going to be making threes. Like, you can't be like, oh, well, they just made a threes that they don't usually. It doesn't matter. It's a rivalry game. It's going to happen. And, yeah, from the jump, Phil Rebracha, this is a good point. for Me and Jack kind of talked about this, about Rebracha. He, uh, so, last year, first coming in, you have Garza two years ahead of you, two years before you, back to back, almost player years. Like, and now you have to come in and be that center. Maybe the confidence wasn't there last year or something like that. Maybe he was just kind of like trying to fill a role. And then Connor McCaffrey said too after the game, he said, We kind of had to tell him, like, you're not going to fill his shoes. It's impossible. Like, just play your game and, and see what happens. And this is his game, just getting after it, just undersized big and just plays harder than anyone else on the floor. And that's, really what he's doing this year. That's why he's so effective. Well, yeah, I think we're just playing a way smarter, like, brand of basketball right. this year. Like, we have really smart players. That's why I love Connor. Like, love or hate him. Connor Caffrey, like, I think he's just all around just, like, a really smart basketball Probably player. Probably the smartest basketball player I've yeah, seen. Yeah, and, like, when having that off the bench and everything, and he's, like, he's a obvious leader, too. Like, that's fucking, I love having him off the bench. He's <laughs> a six-year player or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's what you get from that. But, uh, coin yeah. anything on the game? Uh, I like obviously you know all, all Iowa all Iowa fans like don't like Rabracha or a lot of them don't because I, he sucks. Oh, so he's well, like you know what I'm saying. Like a lot right. of them do, but so he's my favorite player for that reason. I said yeah. it before the game, so I was loving it there because I hate Iowa, but Rabracha is my guy. Ulis phenomenal defender. McCaffrey was making Connor McCaffrey. I didn't know he could shoot threes. Honestly, Can I didn't know year. that. He's like decent this year, I should say. Yeah, and then Tony Perkins, he's a stud, obviously. Patrick McCaffrey, I think he took a fucking big leap. And I then love Pat, yeah. It just, it was so funny watching Iowa State. I personally think the only guy in Iowa State that could do anything in this game was Taven Lipsy, and he's a freshman in the first rivalry game he's had, and it was at Iowa. Taven Lipsy looked totally fine. Didn't, like, play that bad at all. Didn't, like, make any mistakes, really. But Yeah, we shared the ball so well. 18 turnover, or, my bad. Oh, wait, no, I was looking at the wrong stat. But, like, yeah, we had 18 turnovers, but... <laughs> 16 assists, like 16 assists, I feel like it's a lot in college. Because uh, mm-hmm. usually you're like around 12 to 10. But yeah, yeah, I thought we played great sharing the ball like more than uh, usually. That could have been a because Chris was Chris Murray was out. Obviously, I'm not saying, oh, we're way better without him, but we get him back. It's good to get these guys some big game experience without your best player. That's just only going to be even better. And, yeah, like you said with Connor McCaffrey, he's just an all-time leader. And they asked him a couple games ago about, uh, pre- like, would you say, like, you just know more like, about basketball? He goes, he's like, I don't mean, need to brag, but he's like, I've been around basketball since I was 
born. I've been in the film room since I was like 10. I've been every practice pretty much. I've been here for six years. He's like, yeah, kind of. I probably do know more basketball than a lot of people do. Oh, yeah, and I don't know if you guys like, ever listen to their podcast, but when you hear like him and Pat talk to each other about basketball, like, you tell like how much more technical they see the game than like, a lot of people. I mean, they joke around and shit too, but, yeah, it's <coughs> kind of cool. But uh, moving on, though, Arizona, 89, uh, Indiana, 75. So Trace Jackson Davis didn't score 30. <laughs> uh, Arizona practically let them shoot whatever three they wanted, and it worked out for the most part. Um, yeah, it was just a well-coached game, and – Arizona just like proving like how talented that starting five lease is, and uh, yeah, they're that's a hell of a win. Indiana, in Indiana, being there by 14 is a huge win, yeah. I think, like, yeah, Trey Shocks Davis, we said going in, I'm like, he's just not gonna be big. Like, they have two bigs to guard him, two you can rotate, and they have guys on the bench that can guard him. And he went right twice in this game, yeah, both. Bricked both. <laughs> um, yeah, like, he just seems small, and they basically said, we're just gonna. Make our, your guards beat us and let Race Thompson make how many three four threes on us and you're still not going to beat us. That's just how uh, the game plan kind of went. In Arizona, like I said, Kirk Reese is going to get. You need a big shot. He's going to hit it. They there a couple times Indiana would crawl back and Kirk Reese would boom three, and cocky Kirk the cocky Kirk Reese that came out in this game just being an absolute dickhead when he scored <laughs> when he made a three, sticking his tongue out and everything at the crowd. Which I love because that's just what he does. Probably make. because of that Indiana crowd. Definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I'm sure they said some things to him, but yeah, they're just big. When you have, they made a point. They make a point, like you said, with Tommy Lloyd. You got to run the floor if you're going to be a big here. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of teams they play want to do that. Big guys don't want to run the floor. So when you start running with two big guys, and they just don't want to keep up, they're not conditioned probably like these bigs are and that's really the difference they just go 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 on no it's so fun to watch i mean me and jack bet on this game we took arizona and just when you speak something into existence like what how we were talking about like how uh indiana is going to have their hands full with this Mm -hmm. front court and then you just watch balo and tabulas just making laps on yeah exactly it's just so fucking awesome to watch uh i i've come to the conclusion i don't know you guys can agree not agree but like trace jackson davis in the big 10 He's really good. Trace Jackson Davis, though, Outside. I just think he's athletic. I just think he's athletic. I don't think he's good. I yeah, just think he's really good. athletic. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's just, like, matchup-based, but. Yeah, I just think nice. he's just a really athletic. Like, me and, like, one of my buddies down here at Kirkwood are watching it, and he's, like, a big Illinois guy or whatever. And we did the whole game. We're just like, I just think he's athletic at this point. Like, he's not yeah. crazy skilled when he gets the ball down there. He's not, like, I don't know. I don't think he's, like, that crazily good. Yeah, like, they the big – the the bigs on Arizona just are gonna outwork, not even outwork, just outrun every big they play, because no big wants to run the floor like that. Garza did, but Garza was just that's what some I we were with uh, someone watching the game. He goes, I never thought Garza was great bass, like an unbelievable basketball player. He just works way harder than everyone else. No, it, and it's it, not saying these guys work super hard, but they just run. So that's basically it. Watching Garza too is just so much fun because he always looked dead. Like, mm-hmm. he's just always breathing hard, like, out of his mouth, but he's still but he just, play like, 40 minutes, full yeah. effort, like, every time. Like and Shout out him, one uh, G League player of the month. He does exactly what Balo and Taboulas do. Just every offensive, re- every defense rebound, they're gone. Running rim to rim the whole entire game, and it's like, try to keep up. Eventually, you're going to run out of gas. Eventually, you're going to have to put in uh, backup bigs, and I'm just going to torch you in the half court then. And Pele Larson finally played, showed up <laughs> to play. Finally! <laughs> 
But, yeah, I mean, Arizona, after seeing it, from the beginning, it was like, they're just going to kill these guys. Yeah. When they got up, like, 20 early, I was like, this is just over. Uh, the next game I have, Kansas versus Missouri. I just want to break this up. I mean, Kansas, rivalry game, beat them by 30. Uh, Missouri's crowd, they were pretty fucking rowdy. Then they left, and then Missouri kind of came back, and then they got rowdy again. But then Kansas won by 30. I just wanted to shout out that atmosphere. It's a cool rivalry, but, I mean, Kansas, it's who's your Just daddy? outmatched yeah, from the tip. Grady Dick, they just didn't want to guard Grady Dick. <laughs> yeah, Grady, Logan, <laughs> Logan, Grady Dick would get the ball, and Luke would just be like, oh, yeah, don't guard him. <laughs> no, Luke, no, Luke. Luke, you remember how we said, like, um, in the game, you know when a team's going to win? Yeah, it was like, this is over. No, I was watching it with Carson, and it was, like, the first, like, five possessions, and I go, yeah, Kansas is going to win, bet it. Carson Live bets Kansas, and he wins money. I was like, you, you knew right away. Like Missouri, mm-hmm. Missouri hasn't played as shit for teams, and they don't play defense. All they do is like just shoot threes as fast as they can, get up shots at Chino Hill style offense. <laughs> it's like it didn't work whatsoever. Yeah, of all teams, like, it fucking sucked. Of all teams in the country, you want to get in a shootout or a track meet with Kansas? Like that's just dumb. It's like Kansas doesn't even have a big guy. You don't think they can run the floor with you? It's yeah, like, and the like they don't not big. They have a big like KJ Adams, not big. But he just is so athletic and can jump. He can jump like a like he's seven foot tall. Obviously, that only helps you so much because size is size. But he played unbelievable. The whole team just played outstanding in this game. <laughs> There's not a single player on that on the floor that played that you could say, "Well, he just didn't show up." Like, look at the stats. It's unbelievable. Oh, Dewan Harris only had six points, nine assists, two turnovers. Yeah, and Jalen Wilson. It he's unbelievable. The whole team. I mean, Kansas, the thing is, though, this is a, it's going to hurt them down the road is that big inside presence. But uh, one, I had one thing, Dwan Harris, through 10 games, 65 assists, 19 turnovers, 23 steals. He just – so, yeah, he's 19 turnovers, but he's – what he does. Stealing the ball more than he's turning it over. Yeah, that's what he does. The perfect point guard for a team with Jalen Wilson and Grady Dick and Kevin McCuller as your other three scorers. The perfect point guard. Yep. And a guy that just catches lobs. Uh, the next game I have, Tennessee gets the best of Maryland. Yeah, they beat them 56-53. I mean, hell of a game if you like defense. Uh, Tennessee dominated Maryland in the first half. It was pure domination. I think Maryland had like 13 in the first half, some shit like that. But anyway, uh, then in the second half, Tennessee started to struggle offensively also. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, Maryland made this a game. But, yeah, just like I said, all around great defense game. Yeah, I had Tennessee minus five, and there's no reason they should have lost. Yeah. No reason. No, Tennessee won. The spread. Right. I mean, <laughs> they were up by like 100, and it was like when you're up big, <laughs> when you're up big and it's low scoring – that just means you're even up by more. Like like a ten point game when it's when you're like let's say it's halftime and you're up by ten and it's like twenty five to fifteen. You're up by like twenty, thirty points. Compared to like when it's like, it's like fifty yeah. points at half when you're up by thirty, let's say it's like sixty to thirty or sixty to forty, that gets a lot closer. And that's what this game exactly was, I thought. 
And then they just stopped deciding to score. Julian Phillips can't make a layup. I yeah, decided I that. that. I found yeah, that out. I that. <laughs> just brick after brick after brick. And their layups, like, oh, my God. And I think he'd be fine, though. No, I mean, he's really good still. Yeah. But, Jesus, it was just shitty, shitty game, like, all around. Other than the defensive end, obviously, but. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really watch this game, and just stat yeah, lines are just fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just a weird game. But with that, though, I didn't only have upcoming games left. So, um, I think that might be all. Hold up. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, I mean, other than the only other one, did we talk about Illinois, Texas? Uh, I did it on the Instagram, so I didn't know. Okay. Because like, that whole day, I just didn't put it on there. Yeah, because I had it written down. I remember I did that right after it happened. Yeah. So, uh, want to do that one. I can pull it up if you don't have it written down. Yeah, just go ahead and talk about it. Overtime, Illinois 85, Texas 78. Um, What I, I mean, Matt my, Matt Mayer. Matt yeah. Mayer. The yeah. different, and we said it going into this, that, this week. They or no, I don't know if we talked about Illinois about it, but we talked about a couple of teams where they need they have that one guy that's their difference maker. Right. And this is he's that for them. When he's hitting his shots, he's playing good. You know you're gonna get a Shannon, you know Coleman Hawkins is gonna give you a full stat, a full sheet. Sky Clark's gonna be a good point guard. Matt Mayer is where it comes down to. Well, I wanna say something. I know you love Marcus Carr, but in those two games, like Creighton and then this one, Wait, where who? you see you see like when they played Creighton. Texas. Said Marcus Carr. Oh, Marcus Carr. I thought you sasser for some. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get you. Yep, so okay. anyway, yep, continue, yep. I mean, they're both games of Texas. They're just controlling the game, and then at the end of the game, they just start to light up, and you see teams fight back. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like when it comes down to the wire with Marcus Sasser, like I know Carr. you have a lot. Of, I just missed my, you. Yeah, I yeah now it's Carr. <laughs> Marcus Carr, game like need a bucket. I don't know. I just as a as a Texas supporter on here, I just don't have full confidence in him. I hope he proves me wrong, but, uh, yeah, it's just. So, yeah, going back to Illinois, this is going to completely, we just talked about the Penn State game. But, like, I had, like, they can go big or small, which is good. It's really good for a team where you can go big or small. You can go Danger, Hawkins, Mayer. You can kind of flip-flop in between there. But um, in this game specifically, obviously it was Matthew Meyer and then Terrence Shannon just took over in overtime. He didn't have a great game. But, yeah, like I said, Matthew Meyer is the difference between this team being good and great, and if he can be consistent, obviously not 21 a game, but consistent from three. The Texas thing, bench played good, got really good minutes from their bench. If you just look at the stats, I fucking sheet, love uh, played awesome. Brock Cunningham. Jack hates him, but. Yeah, well, <laughs> and the thing with Carr, yeah, he at nine points, he's not – you're going to have inconsistency in college basketball. It's how it is when you're not one of the best players in the country, which he's not. He's really good. But but he hit a huge shot with a minute left in that game to to tie it. Not to tie it, but to go up by like four or five. Obviously, it came back and they tied it, but he hit a huge shot. And that shot at the end, I, I didn't watch the game. I was doing something. And then I, I get back and I get Whitey and Joey just saying the shitty shot he took at the end of the game. He didn't try to attack the rim. He tried to get to the rim. He couldn't get to the rim. The time ran out, so he had to throw up a fadeaway with a seven or six, eight guy in his face. No, I don't know I, what you want to do. I would just double team. I thought there would be just something better than just like what they did, like what they ran. I don't know, but he it was, got I guess to it, the paint. And obviously, my frustration was way higher since I was betting on Texas and they fucking just blew the spread late. And yeah, so I don't know. But. Look, yeah, look, did you watch this game? 
at all? Uh, no, because I was playing basketball at the time. So did you see, did really you watch, watch the it. like highlight at all? No, I didn't. I okay, I because I kind of was told about the shot too, but and I thought it was bad because the way I was told, but I didn't really go, go no. watch it because yeah, it it looked like a it. If you just watch the shot, it's not good. But he had the ball, like the, the wing. He gets to the paint, and a guy comes and helps. The clock's like, you have to shoot. So he does like a step back, like a spin step back, and then another guy comes. So he's getting doubled, and he doesn't know he's getting doubled because he spins a step back, and he has to throw something up because the clock is literally going out. He tried yeah, to get I to had the a rim. Pull, uh... It's like, yeah, sometimes, like, if you can't get to the room, you got to just... He tried to get to the room. It's not like he didn't just pull up from three like an idiot. He tried to get to the room. He couldn't. And then... Uh, that oh, time, wait, I think I'm about to see it right now. out of time, but... I'm about to see it, like, right now. <laughs> yeah, watch the end of the overtime, like, the end of regulation. I don't think... It looks like a bad shot, but I don't know. Oh, no, I wouldn't consider that a bad yeah, shot. He tried I mean, to do what they want you to do, but he couldn't. It's like... Yeah, I wouldn't consider that a bad shot by any means. But the big thing for Texas, their bench is was awesome. They go they were nine deep and they all contributed. No, oh, yeah. So that, like, that's huge. No, like I said, Brock Cunningham, love her love him or hate him for like how he's like I swear he's like I don't know, I'm not gonna compare him to Raprasha because they're different players, but they just play smart. And like right. they're like, don't touch you too much. Yeah, and uh, fuck your role. Like when they're defending guys, like guys just have problems with them because they just play them like just fundamentally sound on how like you should play guys in defense, shit like that. I fucking love them. But mm-hmm. uh, up, upcoming games: uh, Memphis at Alabama. Uh, I think you know who I'm taking. Sweet home yeah, Al- yeah, I, Alabama's gonna win. Not even gonna take anything away from Memphis if they lose this game, but Alabama's better. Basketball team. Okay. Here's the thing. Alabama has a tendency to do this. They get our hopes up. And then they go at home. And lose to Houston like they did last year. Well, not Houston. No. They're gonna they're losing. I'm t- I'm taking oh, no, they beat they beat Houston. My bad. My bad. My yeah, bad. but you know, last year they had that tendency where they would go oh on my those God. runs. No. You know? Logan. No, listen. I'm oh, looking geez. at last year right Sorry. now. The same what was what day did they play Houston? Holy cow, this is actually hilarious. Uh huh. They played them on the tenth. Okay, they played Houston. And that was- they played. Shut up, shut up. They played Houston on the eleventh last year. Guess what their next game was? Three days later, last year. You're talking Houston, Alabama. No, Alabama's. They play Houston on December eleventh. They played December tenth. Three days later, they play Memphis, just like they did last year. Yeah. Lost. Yeah. Saying, is that I'm not is Memphis. that not crazy? Holy yep, cow! And I'm taking it's, and I'm taking Memphis. Literally, that is hilarious. It's a three day swing for both. They both played. They played Saturday in this time of the year, and they beat Houston. Then they turned around and played Memphis, just like they did last year too. Flip flop game. And then I think. Home, and then I think they played home. Gonzaga like right after. They that. played Gonzaga before those yeah, games. Last year, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna happen this again. It's funny. just how Alabama is. Alabama is, and then right away in the SEC, they play four or five good teams, and they're going to go to shit, and we're never going to like them again. I'm taking – I'm still taking Bama, but that is kind of wild. 
Uh, the next game I have yeah. UCLA versus Maryland. Uh, this is a flip a quarter game. I just kept changing my pick, but I'm going to change it again, and I'm going to pick. She just moved to <laughs> L.A., go to UCLA. This is at Maryland. Yeah. I'm taking Maryland. Yeah. That's what I had as my original pick. Take, take the home team in this that situation. I'm taking Maryland. Um, let's see here. The next team I or next game I have I have Indiana at Kansas. Okay. Yeah, we know what sec. you're gonna do. You're gonna yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut it short. Yeah. You get the point. But Kansas at home, their bigs aren't big, but they're athletic, like you said earlier. So I think they could do good enough against them. Kansas is just more talented everywhere else than Indiana. I'm gonna take Kansas. Yeah, it's at it at Kansas. I'm gonna take Kansas. It's the easiest pick of my life. Kansas. I know the spread's gonna be somewhat close. I'm taking Kansas. I don't care. Indiana sucks. They're overrated as fuck. Kansas. Way to be blunt. Uh, next we have Gonzaga at Alabama. I'm gonna pick Bama again. So I think they probably lose one of those games this week. So I'm just gonna take them winning both just to make sure I get what? one of them right. What? They're gonna lose one, but I'm gonna take. I, no, because it's Alabama. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, because one of them, they're going to lose, but I don't know which one. So, I'm just going to take them winning both of them. So, so I get one. That's cowardly move. It is, win. but, you know. That's like when you're on a – I had this similar experience a couple times this year on a test. We have this test. Uh, in this one class, our tests are only two answers. <laughs> and it was the same question, just a little differently, like a knot in there or something. Same answers. I always go. I always shoot for getting them both right. I do. Separate, I do different <laughs> every both time. Right. You do it every time. Always go for both of them right. Playing, I ain't playing to get one wrong. If I'm going to get one wrong, give me both wrong. I don't give a shit. So in this situation, how does it? It's a semi away. Where's this game played at? Mars. No, like where the hell is this game at? Oh, here we go. It's in Bur- the oh, Legacy it's in, it's Arena. In, it's in Birmingham. Okay. Yeah. I don't care. Um. <laughs> I'm taking Gonzaga. Give me the dogs. This is their last I know, like, big game yeah. before they start getting into the conference play. They're winning. And I know, you know, I might want Alabama to win every game so Houston looks better. No, fuck Alabama. Gonzaga. Uh, the next team, I'm going to uh, – fuck. Next game, Houston at Virginia. I'm taking Virginia. Houston has been showing me enough on offense, and Virginia has really turned it around on that side of the ball this season. Uh, both obviously great defensive teams, but at the end of the day, I think Virginia's offense is way better than Houston's, and Virginia's at home. I like Virginia. This over-under is going to be like 125. Yeah. I guarantee Maybe it. lower. Uh, but where is it at? You said at Virginia? Yeah. I like Virginia uh, because they're – yeah, Houston can turn anybody over except for Virginia, I feel like. Who's Virginia's point guard? Kihei. <laughs> He's been there for 12 years, and he won the national, he won exactly. the national championship. He's a fucking stud. Houston. Houston. There you go, Logan. I did you did flip a you. coin? No. Oh, I thought that was that. I noise. just went with – I went with – nope, I went with my favorite team. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, this, next, just, this game couldn't be more of the same exact team. Yeah. but uh, It's funny. Small uh, defense, slow – Offense, <laughs> pace. Both of their tempos are just shit. Like, what? they're so slow. But, Coin, are, are you coming up here Saturday? 
Oh, I believe so, probably. We're gonna is this the 17th this Saturday? We're going to be passing the ball, right. getting the vibes up. This is the weekend. Yeah. This is the weekend yeah, I was talking about. Yep. Um, But wait. Yep. Yeah, Houston offense. I'm looking at – I need to find Tempo. Where's Tempo at? Tempo's in uh, Philly. Tempo. Luke, oh. it's adjusted <laughs> T for the top. Well, I am, like, having both side to side, so. Houston's um, 351. Virginia's 361. <laughs> <laughs> Holy! And there's cow. three six. There's not. That's bottom of. That's bottom of the fucking. Oh, Virginia's yeah. second, third to last. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah and Houston's thirteenth to last. Holy cow! Yep, yep. That's gonna be so much fun. That's this. That's basketball. <laughs> that's fucking grinded out basketball, baby. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> uh, the next game we have North yeah. Carolina versus Ohio State. Uh, North Carolina, I think Lee Black will handle suing. I imagine he guards him. And uh, this is a must-win non-conference game for North Carolina. I'm going to take the Tar Heels. <sighs> it's must-win, but I don't care. I won't, I'm taking Ohio State. Man, North Carolina, let's go. I'm riding with them the rest of the year. Everybody's doubting them, not me. Ohio State, that's you. I just never know what I'm getting with Ohio State. Box of chocolates, baby. Yeah, it's just... No, I'm give me North Carolina. I'm changing it. Yeah, um, I give me North Carolina. The next game, pick. UCLA at Kentucky. I'm picking Kentucky. They're very good defensively. They're at home. Um, I don't really know much about US UCLA so far this year. I mean, they've been just kind of quiet, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, I think like how we were talking about Kentucky earlier, put everything I said about them into this game. Uh, yeah, I like Kentucky. This is neutral as well. Oh shit! I'm gonna well, give you a. I'm gonna give you a where it's at. It's at Madison Square Garden. Oh fuck yeah! Oh. It's at the Garden. That's a game that John Calipari gets his boys just ready to fucking go for. I'm surprised. He, Actually, he sucks at the Garden because every year is a State Farm Classic. He gets waxed at I'm the su- Garden. I'm surprised he even scheduled this good of a team this early. Um, give me UCLA. Yeah, fucking pussy. <laughs> give me UCLA. I, I just got for some reason. I just really like UCLA in this game. You know, like. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, <laughs> Calipari is literally scared to play any good non-conference. Oh, yeah, you're at, right. He's yeah. terrified. Yeah, he does not want to play at the what are they, the kennel is that they call yeah, it. The kennel, he doesn't want yeah. to play there just because he can sell more tickets. And what does he benefit from? Both the, don't both schools make money off it, don't they? Who gives a I'd shit? Imagine. Well, I mean, might as well. No, he's scared. It's, it's all dollar no, signs. No, he's scared. Luke. No, he's scared. No, you know that he he's actually scared. made it kind of worse when he went to that bigger arena. I just meant more Gonzaga fans were able to fit in that arena. And then they got waxed. Yeah, that's a really good point. And then they got waxed. Like, he's scared to play good count. Look at his non-conference this year. Michigan State, because he has to play them. Yeah. You have. Wait, no, that's not. Yeah, you have to play one. Michigan State or Kentucky yeah. or yeah. whoever the other team. Duke. Um, yeah. So that's automatic. Then you play Gonzaga. Scared to play them at their place. You decide to move it to a bigger arena because you don't want to play them in their little gym where it's going to be louder than shit and you can't hear yourself think. As a coach, in Michigan, in London, first of all, yeah, you played Michigan in London. You didn't even play them in the U.S. And now UCLA, coward. Man. I don't, oh, I don't shit. hate Coach Cal, but it's a coward move. We just lost coin. We'll be on a short break, and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Uh, next game, Tennessee at Arizona. I'm going to take Arizona. Tennessee is actually, yeah, we were talking about how they're the best ranked defensive team in basketball right now. 
I think Arizona's talent is just too much, and they're uh, defending. I think there's at home. Hmm. I think Arizona's at home, right? Uh, they're like, like they're like listed as a home bet, team. Bet, 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 and, uh, hold up, yeah, yeah, it's that Arizona. Yeah, so I'll just stick with Arizona. Arizona, what the hell? Arizona's first in offense. Oh no, this is awesome. Arizona's first in offense. Tennessee's first in defense. Yeah. Uh, efficiency. Um. Also, effective field goal percentage. First and first, like Arizona's offense is best, like field goal percentage team. Tennessee's defense as the best against could it. counter yeah. that. Yeah, completely countering each other here. Yeah, two point percentage completely counter. We got one versus ten. This is awesome. Holy cow! Um, what's gonna win, defense or offense? Majority of the time, I feel like defense wins, except for when you play Arizona at home. I'm gonna take Arizona. Yeah. Give me Tennessee. Hockey top. Uh, then my, uh, I guess I have two more. Uh, I have Auburn at USC. Uh, Auburn, I mean, coming off a loss, like the one they just had, I think they can muck it up with these fairies. Uh, give me Auburn. USC, no shot. Give me USC. Come on. <laughs> at USC. Come on. Give me USC. I love um, the one player on USC. Drew Peterson. So I'm going to take them. Yeah, no, yeah no. him and Boogie. Uh, the, Boogie, baby. The last game I have, Virginia versus Miami. I'm going to stick with Virginia. Wait, what'd you say? Uh, the last game is Virginia versus Miami. I think it's in Miami. That's oh, yeah. Next, you, get down, you get down on Virginia. Or Tuesday or something like that. You get down on Virginia, you're probably not coming back and winning. Um, Virginia's got to lose here eventually, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do they? And they play Houston, Miami. Mm, they're going to be beat up in that Houston game. Upset Miami. Good pick, Luke. Good pick. I love you. Let's go, Miami. Logan, should I play it? Yes. I mean, it's the last it's the last game I have anyway. The U. It's all about the U. It's all about the U. It's all about the U. You say it. All right. I mean, the... The reason I'm doing it is because they play Houston, and that's going to be a battle of a game. You're going to be beat down, and yeah, you're going to be beat up, and now you got to go there and at Miami. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm happy you guys picked Miami. It's always great when we can celebrate Miami. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's fun. Them, them guards are coming out firing. Come on, baby, let's go. Yeah, like you can't turn it over if you just shoot. Right. Exactly. Just shoot. Just shoot before they get to you. Third leg, Greg <laughs> Cavenders, Nigel Pack. Book it. Just yeah. Just shoot before they get out to you, and you're good. Uh, but yeah. Do you have any more games that I missed? I'm like scrolling through right now. I didn't look ahead of time. That's sorry. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't do my preparation. Ooh, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky here. UConn at Butler. UConn trap game. Butler's not terrible. UConn. You can. Oh, Logan, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. Remember last year when Georgia got ranked uh, or had one vote to be number one? Yeah. Three. But yeah. Three votes to be number one? No, they had one vote, one to, vote be to be number, number three. three. Who was supposed to be there then? How'd they mess that up? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't like Georgia Tech. Anywho, there, Mississippi Valley State. Has gotten four votes to be ranked. 
and they're one and nine, and they just lost to Mississippi State by thirty. Who they meant to probably say? Yeah, these AP poll people. Let's are go. Pathetic. But Mississippi uh, Valley State. Aren't they the team that lost to Baylor the like, first game of the year? Mm-hmm. By yeah. four, they're they're by one and nine and zero oh and seven. Are I don't think they want to comp. comp I, never mind. That says one set on the road. But they're one and nine this year, and they just lost to thirty Mississippi State. So I don't know who is doing these voting. How do you miss that? Who they beat? They beat question. North Alabama. Okay, well, um, fade them. But holy cow, they've they've lost to Baylor by forty, Yale by thirty, Missouri by twenty, Colorado State forty, Mississippi State thirty. Yeah, I mean, but receiving votes, they they might be. I love that. I love that. It's the team, Logan. That's your team now. Mississippi Valley State. It's my team. Don't my bet team on them. Don't, don't bet on them. I didn't bet don't, on Georgia last year, but it's still my team. Yeah, don't go don't go that far. <laughs> I I won't. I nope, would never. Wait, they might never mind. Never mind. Alrighty. Well, any last words, any of you? No. Well, alrighty. Huge fucking weekend coming up. Can't wait. That should be a huge episode next Monday or whatever. Whenever we post this, I don't know. But, um, yeah, stay, or, what, how did I word this? Stay tuned for that, and, uh, as always, take it easy. Take me to the home. My favorite play is the alley. Ooh, I like the